you go, Mike. The church music. My name is Mike Jimenez, and this is the Alamo City Sportscast coming at you from the west side of San Antonio, West Bear County, also represented. It is Friday, TGIF, and thank God our Spurs beat the living crap out of the Oklahoma City Thunder last night. Again, my name is Mike Jimenez. Joe Garcia producing today's show. Co-producing is Steph Mejia. You know her as Chicana Fuerte over on Twitter. Go ahead and follow her as well, but this is going to be a big show because we're talking about what happened last night. The Spurs held on for a win, pulled away, in fact, to beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. We have to get into a lot about this game, okay? First and foremost, that block that Wemby had on Chet Holmgren, that right there sealed the deal. Wemby will be Rookie of the Year. He was going to be it anyway, but that was the exclamation point to it all. Devin Vassell playing out of his mind. Zach Collins, welcome to the Spurs, Zach Collins. He finally showed up. Jeremy <laughs> Sohan had a big game. Your this, son? My son, yeah. Give me the form. Uh, oh. <laughs> maybe I'll sign it. Maybe I won't. Uh, but let's have a positive day today because Joe and I were talking before the show started, and I said, Joe, these wins don't come around very often. And yeah. I could oftentimes be accused of being a negative Nancy, you know, just being somebody who – looks at the at the bad side of things. And don't get me wrong, I could have that ammunition. But to be honest with you, I'm just so excited that the Spurs played well as a team yesterday. I'm so excited. This was the best overall performance of this team. Happened on a leap day out of all days. And the Spurs have not had a lot of victories. And this was primed for them to lose this game. So we have a lot to get into when it comes to that. We're You're talking, actually going to let us enjoy the win? I wanted to enjoy the win. <laughs> and and I, I tweeted out there earlier today whether or not we're going to have a nice just let's all come together, hold hands and just bask in the glory that it's Friday morning, that it is a, a, a day after a Spurs victory. Can we just bask in this glory or are people going to have me descend into chaos when it comes to it all because they want me to be all negative? So we'll talk about that. OK, uh, we're going to talk about boxing because yeah. we have a. Special guest, special guest, the infamous is in the Rick Fernandez, Fernandez, infamous, Bernandez. one, two, three, Stay four, right. United States Marine Corps will join us from <laughs> California in about 20 minutes or so to talk about boxing. Uh, Joe's really passionate about the sport. I, I love going. It's kind of like wrestling for me, dude. You know, I'll watch the big stuff. I'll go in person. Uh, but you guys know a lot more than me. So I'll let you take the driver's wheel uh, when it comes to that steering wheel. Jerry Jones. You know, 23 and me might catch up to him, man, because oh. that guy is going to be taking a paternity test. Does he have a love child? No, he's shooting blanks. <laughs> he's shooting he blanks, is, man. He's I mean, he's shooting blanks at 81, but what was he doing at 54? That's the thing, and that's how the taking math Viagra adds up, what he man. Was doing, man. We have a lot to get into. We are exclusive. You know what? Check that. We're no longer exclusive on YouTube because now we also have a website, Alamo City podcastnetwork.com where our stuff is on there on an audio file. Thanks for, for reminding me. No, we're we're streaming live audio right now. I just hit the live audio button by the way. There so, you go. Yeah. Okay. So so now we're live. Now our show's now live on the on the website. We are live right now on YouTube. You can be part of the show by reaching out to us on our our private chat over here. The best comments will be read right out there. We also have to get into the fact that um Two of the Spurs 
Devin Vassell and Jeremy Sohan went after a local sportscaster. Oh God! I and it that. wasn't me. For once, <laughs> for went, once, it wasn't you. They they went after a local sportscaster. Were they being petty, or was this the right thing? And when it comes to pop culture later on, we're going to have to get Steph Mejia in this because it is March, and we're going to begin our series, our March Madness series. This is yeah. where Demon Mike comes out. Uh, the hotties of Hollywood. We have sixty-four names. There will only be one left over when it's all said and done. So we're going to have Steph choose which category is going to be put up first. Because I think what we're going to do is, as opposed to it being like brackets, I think we should treat it like the World Cup, where you have a pot of four, put a poll out, the top two advance. Pot of four, top two advance, as opposed to it being like this person against this person. The Sweet 16, I think, can be a battle of one-on-one. Mono a mono or you didn't mono, put CT mono. sister on the on the on the bracket. CT sister is not on the bracket. No, on your personal bracket. No, and I also <laughs> purposely did not include Annie Agar, who I think okay. is beautiful. But Annie Agar is somebody who, if I saw on the street right now, would recognize me and go, "Hey, what's up, Mike?" And I'm not saying that we're besties, but we get along pretty well. So I took Annie Agar out because that's too close to home. But we have a lot to get into today. We're going to go for about an hour and 15 minutes. We might go for an hour and a half. We might go for three hours. Who knows? We have caffeine yeah. in our system. Let's I think make this happen. I think it's time to bring in our boy, man. All right. The infamous, the one, the only, Spernantes. What is up, homie? What is going hey, on? what's up? What's going on? What's up, baby? Joe Jimenez. Good to see oh, you guys. No, no lovey-dovey stuff, man. No nah. lovey-dovey <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you know who he's hey, here hey. Let's hey, cut that hey, shit out. Hey, 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 just because you're lonely, bro, don't, don't mean the rest of us are lonely. You know what hey, I'm saying? Man, I, dude, who says, <laughs> who says I'm lonely? Uh, you, you talk about the Spurs game last night, 132 to 118 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is a Thunder team that came into San Antonio with a 41 and 17 record. They walked out the door with a 41 and 18 record because the Spurs pulled out the win. Now, yesterday during the show, I thought that the Spurs would be very close. I said that the Spurs would actually lose this game by a couple of points. I thought the Spurs were going to come out. First game back from the rodeo road trip. First time in front of the home crowd in a while. I thought they'd be amped up for it, and they were. Lots of things happened with this game that I found to be very interesting. First and foremost, Wemby got into foul trouble early on, and Pop didn't pull him out. In October, November, December, if Wemby had two fouls four, five, six minutes into the game, he would be sat down until the second quarter. Pop left, let let him play, and 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 he and he played clean thereafter. The other big thing about it is, is that you see the fact that the Spurs lost the lead in the third quarter. It, it dwindled down from nine to one real fast, real fast when Wemby was taken out to rest. He had a rest. He was out there for for so long. They rested him. The wheels came off, and I'm like, oh, my God, here's here go, here we go again. Spurs are going to lose this game, but the Spurs kept their composure. This was the best game the Spurs have played overall as a unit. And people reached out to me going, well, what about this player? What about that player? It wasn't about this player or that player. It was as a collective unit, everything clicked. And this is the first time this season. Now, the Spurs have had other victories. You know, they beat Minnesota. They've had other victories. But this was the first time where the stars aligned, where everybody was doing their role, where Pop was not getting in front of himself, where where Pop was coaching well, 
where Wemby was doing his thing, Sohan was doing his thing, Vassell, nine assists on top of 28 points. Jeremy pro- Sohan, 21 points. Man. 20 and 10, 21 points and 10 rebounds. The, the fourth time this season he's had 20 points in a, in, in a game. How excited were you watching this game last night, Fernandez? just thinking about what was going on with the Spurs and the fact that they were able to hold it together and how excited they looked as a team because we're going to celebrate. We're going to bask in the glory today. Hey, Rick, I want to also tell you, let Mike, that he needs to sign that Jeremy Sohan apology. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, I was uh, I was out at a bar out here in San Diego, one of my favorite spots, and um, they already know, right? So they put the game on for me. And um, it was kind of cool because there was some non-Spurs fans there that were excited about Wemby. And that, that's, you know, yeah. San Diego, you know, got folks that are not your know, Clippers fans and Lakers fans. But they were like, man, I, I love this Wemby kid, you know. So it was pretty cool. Um, Yeah, like, like Mike said, man, everything clicked, right? And, and, and it's bound to happen. Just like it's bound to happen that things go wrong, right? Unfortunately, there's been too many nights of going wrong than nights going right, right? Those Phoenix, early Phoenix ones were good too, right? Um, but yeah, and, and this is just a glimpse, I think, of what can happen when everything aligns. Um, you know, it, it, uh, another star player come with Wamby. Like, it's a glimpse of what can happen. You know, it, it's it's. I know the record is what it is, but when you see nights like yesterday and everyone's clicking, even Zach Collins, right? Chicano Fuertes, man. Um, it's almost like wow like like this could happen like like this could happen and they can all click um but you know you put another piece or two there and they're not that far off they're not as far off as we think as long as Wemby's there you know so it's the hope that you get out of this game because you see mm-hmm. the you see what we saw yesterday was the highest levels that you can see of certain players okay yeah. now, except for Wemby because we haven't seen the the, the highest of his powers yet which is freaking scary right now to think yeah. what he can be. But let's go over some of the stats over here. Uh, Victor Wimanyama last night, 28 points, a 9 of 17 shooting, knocked down 5 out of 7 from 3, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, 5 blocks, including the epic one on Chet mm-hmm. Holgren, where he was like, top of the key, here's your ball back. And the best part about that block, Chet Holgren fell on his ass afterwards. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Did you see that meme that somebody put out there? Uh, I think it was on Spurs Twitter somewhere. They put that uh, Kimbe Mutumbo. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 don't get it twisted, man. That would that's a good. That's a very good Thunder team. Who who? I mean, is still battling for. There's no excuse. No, oh, somebody was out. You know, no. no, they were sitting like they were trying to win. They were trying to do their thing. You know, against the woeful Spurs. You know, so again, a glimpse, like you said, of what could happen. The hope they made the run. Devin Vassell, my man, dude. Devin Vassell has been balling the month of february was really really big for him averaging 22.5 points during the month of february last night 12 of 20 from the field 28 points nine assists also had two blocks himself three rebounds jeremy sohan 21 points on eight of 14 shooting dude sohan did not have any call plays called for him he was just vibing out there he was just out there finding his spot and if he's going to be the fourth option on the team then i'll sign the damn form Okay, it's when he's the second option on the team that I don't want to sign the damn form. But yesterday went out there, balled out. Zach Collins, welcome to the team. Five for seven, one of one from three, 13 points. You look at the three-point shooting last night. The Spurs are the worst three-point shooting team in the entire NBA. But last night, 19 of 39 for 49% from from behind the arc. You take a look at the Spurs and what they did yesterday. 
I know that there's an excitement about the buzz and the fact that they were able to do all this, but so many stars had to align when it came to all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to bask in the glory of the win for once and just let it be. Yeah, don't break it down and, and don't break them down too much. And then also, there's no place like home. Right. It's been a while since. Yeah. 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 That was a tough road road trip. That was a tough road road trip, right? What, one win? Um, and like Steph said, them coming home, Wemby grabbing the mic after and saying what he said, like, it just, again, I, you know, the, the, that energy is just is just unbelievable. And I, you know, I, I hate to say this, but I agree with Jimenez. If, if you got if you bring in a, a Donovan Mitchell or a Trey Young and Devin is now your third option and Jeremy's your fourth, it, it's a wrap. It, it, yeah. it, that's all it, that's all it would, that, that's that one little thing right there will take. I love Devin, I love Jeremy, but you're right. They're not two and three and there's nothing wrong with that. They're three and four. No, now, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with admitting that. Now, immediately after the game, I don't think that Devin Vassell and Jeremy so hadn't showered yet, but they were already on Twitter firing off responses to people. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Don Harris of oh, News 4 God. San Antonio. Don United's Harris. first Twitter last night. Yeah, Don Harris. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he released a tweet at the end of the third quarter saying, quote, low basketball IQ mistakes keeping Oklahoma City in it. Do you have it on Devin, screen? Uh, yeah, I have it right here. Uh, Devin guilty again. Bad shots, bad decisions, bad turnovers, bad fouls. Spurs by two going into the fourth. Okay. Here's the thing. I think he thought that the Spurs were going to crumble and fall apart like they always do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's what we had talked about. The, 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 the Spurs are a different team when Wemby's on the court when he's, when he's not. The problem is that Wemby can't play 48 minutes. If he's going out there playing 29, 30 minutes, the Spurs, the, those 18 to 19 minutes that the Spurs are out there without Wemby are a god-awful team. A god-awful team. Wemby's out there, they're going to be fine. They took him out because he needed some rest. They always take him out around that point. Oklahoma City went on a run. Don Harris goes ahead and, and makes this comment. And then all of a sudden, you see Jeremy Sohan enter the chat. You see Devin Vassell enter the chat and basically call Don Harris an idiot. What were your thoughts when they went after him on social media? Um, hey, you know what? I think... Um... I think I think like you said, it kind of unites the. It makes the fans feel good because it's like, hey, you know what? They do care, right? They do. They want it. They got a little toughness, a little grit. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, I I I don't mind it. I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean, they a couple of them, you know, a lot. Some of those Spurs will will you know throw throw comments out on Twitter to to folks, right? And um, it's just it's a new thing, right? I know like old heads kind of think like ah, old school players would have never done that, and who knows, right? But um. I don't mind it. I think it's a little moxie. I think it's the sign of our times. Um, it's kind of a little like, hey, shut the F up. Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. you know, believe, you know, so I don't mind it at all. Now, Devin Vassell retweeted, quote retweeted saying, stop hating, bro. Just enjoy the dub. Exactly. Don yeah. Harris that- responded back with no hate. Get paid to call it like I see it. Great finish. Big win for your squad. But he was getting bagged on. Don Harris was getting oh, bagged man. on. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. Don Harris has been just... Just to let you know, he has been very nice to me over the past couple of years or so. So He's we're the not villain, but he was the villain <laughs> yesterday. I was not the villain. Okay, and For people, once. people were asking the question. Hey. Yes, go ahead. I'll go ahead. I know you want to say something. Oh, by the way, Jeremy, no, no, no. Jeremy Sohan hey. talked about Don Harris saying, "quote on Twitter, he's just insecure." Good stuff today, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. I'll tell you what, man. 
and 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 everybody's story, we're 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 a hero and we're a villain. You know what I'm saying? So it depends on who's telling the story. At some point in your life, you're either a hero and you're the villain. And trust me, I've been both many times, right? So that that's the way it goes. You know, on <laughs> video of the Spurs last night, courtesy of Ken's Five and also Bally Sports. Uh, the Spurs last night again got off to a pretty decent start, and there's something about Devin Vassell that's changed. The, a, a light has turned on, some sort of switch. He's got some dog in him now, dude. The, 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 the first the first shot that he made was a, off a three point miss. He got his own board and put it back in. The hustle plays that he's doing, I don't want to see Devin Vassell traded for anybody at this point. Okay, because Devin Vassell is a solid player and defensively he's starting to bring it. He's starting to bring it around. Chet Holmgren, as we're showing highlights of the game, got off to a hot start. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? I don't want to see this game where Chet Holmgren comes to San Antonio, puts on 30 and 15, and all of a sudden you start getting the whispers about, well, maybe Chet Holmgren should be rookie of the year. Uh, but instead, what do we see? We saw Victor Wimbledon assert himself defensively in the first half. And then the second half become more of an offensive weapon. Uh, this is a guy, Victor Wembanyama, that everyone was gushing about today. Sports Center on ESPN. Spurs mm -hmm. are 48 gushing about him. But I made a, a, a point of something yesterday. A point about the but Victor Wembanyama that I don't think a lot of people are are focusing on. Defensive Player of the Year right now. Vegas has. Wemby as the second best odds behind Rudy Gobert. I think as the season goes on, I think Wemby's going to catch up to him. But I started thinking about first, about first, second, or third team All NBA. There's 15 players that get selected for All NBA. Now, there were already 24 players selected for the All Star game, and Wemby was not one of them. But did you know that in four of the last eight years, there has been a player who didn't make the All Star team? that actually made All-NBA. And I think Wimby's going to make All-NBA. Now, I don't know if it's going to be first team, second team, or third team, but I, I think third team is very, very, very possible. Back in 2022, Pascal Siakam did not make the All-Star team, was All-NBA. Jimmy Butler the year before, Rudy Gobert twice in 2017 and 2019, and Manu Ginobili back in 2008 was not an All-Star, but he was third team All-NBA. Wemby's going to make an All-NBA team. Book it. And you know what? I made that comment yesterday, and I think it's going to catch like wildfire. It ain't me, but it's just something that I thought of in my head. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Shouldn't he be considered for this honor? Because the stats that he's piling up right now are pointing to that. And by the way, one last thing, Spurdandis. Who was third-team center last year? All-NBA. It was DeMontis Sabonis. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to yeah. go over his stats here of DeMontis Sabonis. Sabonis last year averaged 19 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, less than one steal, and half a block. Wemby, 20.7 points, which is more than Sabonis had. 10.2 rebounds, fewer than Sabonis, but still respectable. 3.3 assists, fewer than Sabonis, but 1.3 steals. And 3.3 blocks, way more than Sabonis. And on top of that, Sabonis was not considered to be someone that was going to be uh, vying for Defensive Player of the Year, whereas Wemby is. I think Wemby's going to make third-team All-NBA. Hey, we have a quick uh, $5 chat here from the Drew Show, man. Drew's saying 
Shut the F up. I'm on a team that has won 12 games. Although Wemby is an all-world talent, sure, that's the Mamba mentality y'all chirp about. He's talking about, I guess, Wemby coming in and playing great in the fourth, but he's still saying, like, you know. Yeah, we, we do respect. Uh, we yeah. Thank you for the for the tip, by the way. And also thank you to Sean Quintero also, who bought us a $20 oh, yeah. beer $20. earlier this week. Yeah. Man. So thank you so much for that. Uh, he called me about, about this game as well. Um, we're going to be positive today. Yes, exactly. There, there, there are a lot of things that, you know, we could fire off. But there's a lot of things that we can fire off. Okay. But, and, and I will say this, everyone pumped the brakes a little bit. People reaching out saying that, you know, Pop is finally showing that, that he's coaching his, his, his ass off and that it's coming into fruition. People coming out and talking about Sohan, people talking about all of this on the other. We can have that debate another day. We can have that debate on Monday. Um, Spurs still on path to have the worst record in franchise history. Okay. We could, but let's have a debate today. Not let's have no debate today. Let's just have it be where we're just glad that the Spurs won. That you know, and and it's so funny because I think that last year we had the team tank versus team team we hooping, team playing. Hmm. I think that right now the big debate in Spurs Twitter is team we like the guys we got versus team we need to go after a star. And that's the big thing. But you mentioned this earlier, Spernandez. We're, we're joined by uh, Rick Fernandez from the United States Marine Corps. We know him as Spernandez on uh, Spurs Twitter. Um, Mario Cavazos just sent us a $2 tip. So very thank nice. Thank you for that. Appreciate that, my man. He says, American standards a la verga. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so, but the Spurs obviously are missing a number two guy. They're missing a number two guy. We got the one, Wemby. We got the three, the cell. I'll go ahead and say that if so, and is the fourth option on the team, that we got the four. So we're missing two and five. And we know what positions they are. It is powerful. I mean, it, it is point guard. So I'm going to bring the ball up the court. Or it is um, maybe a three, you know, a small forward type of player. Spurs going out there and getting a Trey Young is going to be expensive there, Spernandez. It's going to cost you. Keldon, probably another player, and at least three or four first-round draft picks. If you're the hologram, Brian Wright, do you do it? Yeah, that's that's the million-dollar question. I mean, I think, again, at the end of the day, like bringing a Trey Young, bringing a Donovan Mitchell, bringing anybody is going to be expensive. I mean, um, but as we've seen, this team has to – they have to show something. They really do. Um, so I love Keldon. Um, if, if that's if that's the, the, the price tag, Keldon, and maybe some of those picks that may or may not – um, convert or who knows, you know, you know, again, I'm not a GM. I, I don't have all those nuances, but, um, I, I say you do it. I mean, I, I really do it. And it's even for the, the, the sense, and it wasn't like a knee jerk, just do it like, 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 uh, this season off season, think about it, come up with something. Um, you know, you get, you get a guy like Trey young. And if you can keep one of you, a couple of your own picks, if they get a top three, their, their own top three pick or, or what, what not of next year, um, you, you find a, 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 a three, you know, a small four there. I think it's doable. Um, and yeah, and I know, I know it's it's a lot, but again, keeping all those picks and and just continuing to roll the way you're rolling. I mean, it, it it'll be tough. Something's got to give. So. To various reaching out to us on our YouTube stream, saying, "Stop it, dude! No one wants Keldon Johnson. They want Devin Sell." Uh, I would agree with that, but what makes Keldon Johnson the more tradable player is that he has a salary that's going from seventeen million 
18 million, 17 million, it's going to be in that range and actually decrease over the years. Whereas Kel, uh, uh, Devin Vassell is around 28 million. So it's yeah. a little bit harder of a pill to swallow. Uh, yeah. could want, you could want you could want Devin over Kelvin. I'm not I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that a team would want Kelvin over Devin. I never right. said that. But but like you said, there's all these nuances. There's not a lot of leverage for Atlanta. Like they're gonna, you know, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, they probably want the picks, you know. Right. And, and if if they throw in a, an extra pair like Kelvin, so be it. So yeah, like again, people get into these these conversations of like, oh, you're saying that. Kel, they, you know, somebody wants Keldon over Devin. I didn't say that. Nobody said that. It's, I'm just, we're just trying to talk about the nuances of how it, it may play out. Right. And and right now the Atlanta Hawks are kind of like Kevin Costner in draft day. I just want my future back. Right. Because the Spurs have the 25 <laughs> pick, the 27 pick, both of them unprotected. The Spurs also have their swap option in 2026. Uh, you take a look at the fact that the Spurs have Toronto's top six protected pick this year, which may convey this year, might convey next year. Charlotte's first round pick that we got for DeJounte is probably going to end up being a second rounder when it's all said and done. Spurs also have a pick from Boston in, in the future as well. So if the Spurs are going to go out there and get a Trey Young, they're not trading their own draft picks. They're trading the draft picks that they've accumulated from other teams. Right. And that is the positive that Brian Wright has done with this team. Okay. So we talk about the, the positives and negatives. I think the Spurs have done a, an awful job of fielding the right team. But man, when you luck into getting Wemby on that fourteen percent chance, mm -hmm. I mean, you know it just comes up roses. So sometimes it's better to be lucky than good when it comes to it. Yeah, hey, um, just wanted to show everybody real quick. We have some new graphics that we put underneath our our web our little webcams, uh, let's say frames that I made. Yeah. So one of them is a March subscriber goal. So in the month of March, we're looking for a subscriber goal to hit at least seven fifty. If we go higher, that's great. But we're going to show this goal and it's going to show you how much further we have to go. You know, so currently we're at 696. We're almost at 700 and we want to go to 750. So we're about 92.80% of the way. Let's so make it happen. If the March viewers, Madness, baby. March Madness. Let's do it. Let's if the viewers it. go ahead and help us yeah. get, get meet our goal, that's great. And also the support me button that's under, under my little webcam window here. If they go ahead and say, if they go ahead and uh, let's say tip us. Now we get a notification live as we're doing the show and we get a little cool little pop-up graphic that'll come up and say, thank you for, for donating to the show. Now, speaking of donating, Joe did an amazing job yesterday because you gave away your tickets yeah. to last night's game and what a game to give away those tickets uh, to. So uh, my son, Elias was the one who took them, didn't he? he? He took them. I went ahead and reached out to him. I have another set of tickets that I'm going to be giving away for the March 23rd game. If you want to go ahead and get those tickets, we're going to be rewarding those who have been supporting us and been uh, the most active here with us. And of course, people yeah. that are nearby and local, you know. Now, we do have a super chat coming in from the Drew show coming at us. And it's about the it's about the defensive player of the year. It says Wemby could steal defensive player of the year from Gobert. He doesn't deserve it because of bad coaching, bad rosters. The result is a bad defense and a 12 win team should have consequences. Drew, we do appreciate the five dollar tip, but I'm going to. I'm going to go against you on this one a little bit. OK, defensive player of the year is a an award given for individual e effort, not for team effort. And because of that, what Wemby is doing is historic. When you think of defense, what do you think of? Think of blocks and steals. Right. You think of altering shots. Who is better than that in the NBA than Wemby? 
There is a, a stat that we, I brought up yesterday that I had never heard of before, which is stock. It is a combination of steals and blocks. And when you combine the two, Wemby is by far the leader in the NBA of that. It's like more than 50 than the second place person. Dude, Wemby defensively, especially what he's been doing since Christmas, because he, he played like a rookie the first couple of months, right? A decent rookie the first couple of months. He's been playing like an all-star in January. And in February, he's playing like a god. So that being said, if we're going to penalize Wemby for having a, a team that is not good around him, shouldn't we penalize Rudy Gobert for having two all-stars next to him? For having Carl Anthony Towns? For having Anthony Edwards? Shouldn't we penalize him instead? Because I think what Wemby is doing is more impressive because he doesn't have as much help. Sohan is a decent defender. Right, but Trey Jones isn't. Vassell's a decent defender, but not a good one. Keldon is not yeah. a good defender. Well, the thing could be said for all Spurs uh, players currently on the roster. I mean, they're not lockdown defenders, and you know, in today's league, you don't really need to be that. You know, you just need to be able to get stops at critical moments within the context of the game itself. Right. Right now, what I thought we saw last night is something that Spurs fans should be excited about. You saw a team starting to finally figure some things out figuring out how to win and what it takes to win at a high level, meaning you have to get in there and go for another gear. And I think we saw Wemby switch up and go to another gear and take over in that fourth quarter and just said, you know what? I'm going to stay in the game. I'm going to go ahead and will this team to victory. And I think it was just a different vibe. Some of the other players, it seems like they felt it too. They were determined. They all played excellent for 48 minutes. They played really good basketball, except for the beginning got off to a little shaky start but they started getting a lot better as the game went on i liked what i saw last night it's showing you that the team is starting to figure things out maybe they're going to start learning what it takes to to win a game and play better from here on out to close out the season i think part of it from last night was the fact that it all started to click and when you have a positive vibe coming from one player and another positive vibe coming from another player uh it just becomes um just infectious. Like it, it becomes it's infectious. infectious. Winning it's infectious, yeah. losing, right? Mm -hmm. Yesterday, yeah. sometimes the rim looks small, but yesterday, I bet you to all the players, it looked like the size of a hula hoop, right? It looked like they could just make bucket after bucket. One thing I'll say about Sohan yesterday, which I, I'm kind of uh, confused about, and we're not going to negative town. Today. Your son. We're not going to negative town with, with him, no, right? He's your son today, Sohan. But, take but, a left. Don't, don't take a left in a negative town, bro. I'm not, left. I'm not taking a left. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, he always plays with a high motor, okay? Yeah. Doesn't mean that I always agree with what he's doing with that motor, but he always plays with a high motor. Yesterday, even when the Spurs were winning, he seemed to be frustrated and angry. He had a frustration foul 70 feet from the basket, and... There were certain plays where somebody would score. Maybe it was his guy. Maybe it wasn't. But he would stomp and clap his hands, but not in a, hey, guys, let's get going. He seemed to be angry yesterday. And I've always seen him intense. But yesterday he seemed angry. Did I see something wrong there, Rick? 
No, I, I think you're. I think you're right. Um, I don't know if he was maybe angry at himself or if he was just kind of like. I think he really wanted this one, man. I think he, yeah. you know, and like you said, every. I, I think that's the infectious part. Wemby wanted it. It was against Chet. Everybody knows the chatter. OKC is one of the top teams. Just got back from the rodeo road trip. Like, I, like you said, I think all the stars aligned, and it was just one of these where man, he wanted it bad, right? And and that's good, right? He's like, yeah, we we got to remember, he's a young kid too. You know, he's a young guy. Um, and uh, he wears his heart on his sleeve, and like. Um, maybe it's a good thing for him to kind of play that way, you know? And, and again, like you said, it's an enigma. There's days where he's out there and he looks like he doesn't know how to dribble. And then there's days where he's out there, you know, like, like looking like a world beater. Right. And I said this to my, I, there's days where I can't chew bubblegum and tie my shoe at the same time. And then there's days I'm doing all these great things like li as his life. I mean, I, I, I can't explain it. I, I really can't. Um, I, I can't explain it also, but that's, that's a good way of putting it because uh, we don't know what we're going to get from him. We're not going to go to negative town. So had a great game, a 20 and 10, fourth time this season with 20 points or more. Joe and I were at the game where he had over 30 points, and it seemed like he was doing it for me because we were in the fifth row. And it's, <laughs> uh, he, he saw was, Mike. He saw me and got pissed. No, I'm just playing. He's more yeah. mad at Don. Hey, hey, he's hey, he's he's always going to give his all, man. And 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 I mean, I know that sounds cliche, and I know that there's no more victories. But one thing you can say about that kid, he's never just going to like not show up or, or or fix his hair in the middle of a screen like the dude's yeah. always gonna get give it man he really is man that's all you can ask of a of a kid of, of his that. caliber man like i mean i will give you that he does care and if you care you're gonna try and if you try you're gonna try to build a uh, uh some some skills around it but devin vassell man going back to him real fast this is the devin we've been wanting for the longest time, when he was drafted out of Florida State four years ago, this is the Devin Vassell that we wanted. This was the guy, and I don't know if you and and P, Spurs fans might think that I'm full of shit when I say this, but I'm not. My favorite college player that season that I followed was Devin Vassell out of Florida State because he played with Patrick Williams, James. Well, that was that was the that was the COVID year that they didn't get a chance to go to to play. You know yeah. that that Florida State team would have made some noise. Um, who knows? But that was the COVID year that you know March Madness got canceled, right? It was Devin's uh, a year and and uh, Patrick Williams and those guys. That Florida State team was 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 some. Pledger and I were James Pledger from San Antonio Sports Star. We would watch the the games. Typically, Florida State would play 11 a.m. on Saturday, and at the time, James and I were doing a radio show Saturday mornings that ended at 11. So we'd sit there and we would fantasize about Devin Vassell being a spur. And when it was pick number 11. And the Spurs are on the clock, and Vassell was still there. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna do it. They're gonna get Vassell, and they got Vassell. Vassell has been—I don't want to say a disappointment. It's just he's not as good defensively as he was in college, but he seems to be getting a little frisky defensively. He's poking the ball out, he's swiping Ooh. it, and now his points per game is 19.3. He'll probably finish the season around 19.5. This is on the track that he's the the pace that he's going at right now. Uh, but my goodness, uh, he's playing so, at such a high level right now. It's so nice to see. We are in positive town right now talking about the Spurs right now. The Spurs uh, coming off their 12th victory of the year. Uh, again, that's not a lot of victories. Uh, I, I, I We will pump the brakes on Monday, okay, because between now and Monday, <laughs> the Spurs will have another game. Um, they've got a game Sunday against the Indiana Pacers. So we're going to pump the brakes a little bit. But it was nice to see. It was really nice to see. Joined by Spernandez, United States Marine Corps. One, two, three, four, United States Marine Corps. Hoorah. Thank you for your service, my man. It's, oh, it's my pleasure. 
You want to stick around? It's my pleasure. You want to talk boxing? Yeah, 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 absolutely. A little bit later, a little bit later. This is called the deep mm -hmm. tease. We don't have commercials in here. No. This is called <laughs> the deep tease. We're going to talk a little bit in a, in a moment about. That's what she said. About Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> We're going to talk about Jerry Jones having to take a uh, paternity test, or at least he's Man. trying to avoid one. Uh, what would it be like for Cowboy fans that we find out that Jerry Jones, in fact, does have a love child from back in the nineties? <laughs> so, so this love child is what forty an hour, or thirty, or what? 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 what what's going on? Well, 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 well you know what? You know what? Let, let, let's get into this real fast. Nineties so baby, another another nineties baby. Let's just this <laughs> we, love, we love our nineties babies, that's for sure. So Jerry Jones uh, is being taken to court by a woman named Alexandra Davis. She's 27 years old, and she states that she believes that Jerry Jones is her biological father. Mm, okay. And a judge on Wednesday, according to the Associated Press, rejected an appeal from Jerry Jones of a paternity case that was brought by Miss Davis. And there was another separate lawsuit. And people are asking, well, she after money. She's actually wanting to find out, right? So I don't think she's suing for money. She's suing for the truth. Now, she's 27. But money will old. come, though. But money will well, come if, well, if, if, if it's the truth, right? I mean, okay, so, so, so her mother worked for American Airlines in Arkansas back in the 90s. And apparently she claims that her mom and Jerry Jones hooked up. And she also claims. Ma, hi, Clark. I don't know if it was my yeah, high club, but I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah. she claims that her mother has received $375,000 over the years and has gotten lump sum payments in a trust when she turned 21, 24, 26, and 28. So she's uh -oh. like, well, why is this money coming my way? Yeah. She claims that her mom signed a, a, an agreement stating that the NDA, the, the, the non disclosure NDA. agreement, but the last yeah. payment was at 28. She's about to be 28. So she's there saying, okay, daddy, are you my dada? <laughs> and there's a Texas law that's now on the books that says you have to give a paternity test if brought into a suit. And Jerry mm. Jones is now trying to fight the constitutionality of that. Mm. Okay, so hey. let's, let's go back in time. 27 years. What, what were the Cowboys doing 27 years ago, 28 years ago? Because 27 hey, years ago. They were winning. They winning Super Bowl, right? You know what? Yeah, Jerry was flying high. You know, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry was having a good. She was a championship baby. She she exactly. could have been a, a Super Bowl championship baby. You know, the Cowboys dropped <laughs> their wad when Jerry Jones uh, shot his wad. Jerry Jones <laughs> chingles the game. Jerry has chingles the game. At hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, it probably is true. I, 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 it wouldn't surprise me, man. I mean, I, I don't know. It, you know, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Hey, but that's a pretty wild story. Can I, can I read this? Yeah, one? we got a $2 tip here. This is wild. All right. So, Jonathan C. Give it to <laughs> hey, Spernandez, what is your favorite? Your favorite flavor of crayon? You know what that, that is, right? That's like a jab to, to Marines, right? Because people are like, oh, Marines eat crayons, right? Because, yeah. you know, you're, you're just dumb and crazy and this and that or whatever. Hit, um, you know? You know exactly jarhead. You know what I mean. Um, we are a little crazy, right? We are a little crazy. Um, I go with red. You know, uh, oh. why not, right? Let's go. Let's go with red. Uh, <laughs> you're 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 a good guy, man. You're just having fun with you. Uh, I I yeah. I I I laugh stuff off, man. I, I it takes 
it, it takes a lot to upset me, you know, Steph, Steph knows this, but uh, uh, um, it's all in fun, man. It's all in fun. I, I like to dish it out and I'll take it back. Like it's, it's all in fun, man. Uh, be prepared so, so, for that comeback though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone, someone asked the question, uh, do we have a photo of the of the supposed love child and we actually do you have it <laughs> yeah that yeah, yeah, let's, let's 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 go ahead and go to the screen so here's jerry jones his oh, wonderful God. face mm -hmm. that is the supposed daughter okay is That's there a resemblance nice. i don't know but she might make our tell. she might oh, make our field God. of 64. Demon Mike, you're here for the Demon Mike moment. He's here for the Demon Mike. Mike for Mike's for the streets, baby. Mike's for the streets. Oh yeah. I mean, she ain't bad. The Marbach. Oh, hey. By the way, we have updated the graphic for it's Marbach nice. So now this is something oh, yeah. that you're gonna like, Rick. It says it has the Puro Exit Seven. It's Marbach. Puro Exit Seven. That sign, nice. So we yeah, got to yeah, yeah. What do you think of the phrase uh, "It's Marbach nice"? Because Jonathan C, who gave the crayon uh, comment, yeah. was was the one who brought it up, coined it. Okay, he coined the phrase, so I will we will give him credit, right? But we're not giving him any royalties. Screw that. That's what you get <laughs> in our chat. Uh, but uh, we were talking about the fact that I went to go see a movie, The Iron Claw, over at Westlake's, and Joe was all excited on the show, going, "Oh, that place is nice." And I'm like, I mean, is it? I mean, I've been to Flix, and Flix is amazing. I've been to Alamo Draft House, and those are amazing. Palladium's amazing. And he and I was like, Westlake's was just like, I. Oh, and then somebody was <laughs> responded with, yeah. well, it's Marbach nice. Marbach and, nice. As somebody who is a, a a veteran of Exit Seven, John J. Grad, what are you? What are what are your thoughts to the phrase? It's Marbach nice. Hey, I like it. I, I do. I like it. I'll tell you why, because I think that's just nuances in, in, in anything. And I'll say, and I'll give you an example in, in the military. We say stuff like that, right? And again, I got my baby here. So I'm talking about back in the day, you're on ship, right? And, yeah. and there's young ladies on ship that are in the Navy or whatever. And guys will say, hey, she's ship hot, right? Oh, like she's <laughs> ship hot. Like now when you get off board, when you get on shore in Spain, Italy, Greece, you you who who are you again but when you're on ship you know she's ship hot right or she's you know whatever so it's 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 a it's a relative concept right so basically saying it's marbach nice you know it's like yeah for marbach it's nice right hey you come out to san diego it's a whole nother story right you know so you know is, i got, the, I, I, I like it is, I like the, it. is the reverse of san antonio 10 is a miami six is that the I, I mean, it, 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 it's yeah. I mean, it's 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 in the it's in the it's it's in the family. It's family. tip, Mike. We got a five dollar uh, tip from your boy Elias. Look what it says, Mike. How did you find out? How'd you react when you found out you were my pops? <laughs> <laughs> he wants back child support. <laughs> I, I think people think that you're actually my son. I mean, oh, I think more and more people are thinking that. Ta -ta. Mari Mari Pro <laughs> comes out. You are you are not the father, and the guys like dancing, <laughs> yeah, doing, doing all that. And yeah, yeah. Dude, okay. So uh, I, I one time a uh, tall tale time, and not a tall tale. This is just a funny story. Uh, I was refereeing a basketball game at in in New Braunfels and San Marcos in that area about four or five years ago, and the kid that was arguing with me about a play about a call, 
looked like I looked when I was his age. And I just remember looking at him, thinking to myself, where's your mom? Because I went to Texas State. Like, where's your mom? Where's your mom? I got to see your mom. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. If you come across like your own doppelganger, it's yeah. kind of funny. Joined by Spernandez, uh, Rick Fernandez over there in in the San Diego area, United States Marine Corps. We know him as Spernandez in Spurs Twitter. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of boxing. Yeah, let's. Joe, take it away. What's going on in the boxing world these days? There's quite a bit going on in the boxing world nowadays. I mean, we got some some fights coming up. Uh, PBC, man, they're going to be having a fight that's coming up on Amazon Prime now, which is going to well, Amazon Video, should I say, Prime Video. That's going to be their new home. So we have a, a, a match that's coming up on March 30th. So that's something that we're going to be looking forward to here, especially if you're a fan of boxing. PBC, we were kind of wondering what, what was going to happen with it, you know, and now that it's found a new home on Amazon and they have this big fight coming out. What do you think about that, Spernandez? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, March 30th, you got uh, uh, Isaac Pitbull Cruz um, against Rolly Romero. Um, that's a big one. That's a good one. Um, Pitbull Cruz gave Tank all he could handle. He, he took Tank to the, dis the distance and he's a tough dude. Um, Pitbull Cruz uh, was always in the mix to fight Ryan and different folks. His name's always out there. Uh, Rolly Romero. Um, the dude's a character. Have you ever seen him? He, he's, he's a character. He can sell tickets. Um, he fought Tank. He got knocked out by Tank, but he's always a, a fun fighter. Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting to see the, you know, the the business side of this stuff, right? So Al Heyman runs PBC. Um, they were kind of talking about they were going to go under, things like that. They moved to, to, to Amazon uh, Video and Prime and the platforms, right? You got DAZN. You know, back in the day, it was like HBO Showtime, right? We grew up watching fights on HBO and Showtime. Uh, uh, and ESPN and whatnot now, right? They're starting to do just like anything else, like the, the apps, right? The zone, ESPN plus it has an app. And so the, the, the fights are getting away from cable going to um to, to these um other platforms. So yeah, I'm excited for PBC going to uh to Amazon. And I think that Rolly Romero Isaac Cruz is a good is a good way to kick it off. Yeah, definitely. So I'm excited for that. You know, like you were saying, that's a great way for Amazon to kind of showcase what they have coming up, you know, as far as this is the premier fight that they have right now. We're looking forward to even bigger and better things that are going to be happening with Amazon and PBC in the near future. Hope they keep on bringing together a, a great mix of fighters, you know, to showcase yeah. really <clears throat> what, what this network can go ahead and and show for the fans, you know, because every network has its own little, you know, let's say niche that it caters mm -hmm. to. You know? So I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see what Amazon's going to do. I love the comment from Jonathan C., on our YouTube stream, Ryan Garcia looks like he was partying hard with Oscar. Oh, the way he was, man. Man. Let, let, let me let me tell you, man. Something's wrong with Ryan, man. So something's going on with him. If you watched any of these um these press conferences, and yeah, like he, he something's up with that kid, man. And the Ryan Garcia, uh, uh, Devin, um, it, it's a fiasco. The, these these press conferences, man. Like Ryan is like arguing with people in the crowd and. He just it's seems so jittery, him. and and he yeah. he was on. They were both on first take. Uh, they were both on first oh, yeah. take, and you know, Devin is 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 professional. Devin is is doing what he's got to do, and I like Ryan. I like I like both fighters. I, li I like I lost five hundred dollars on Ryan and Tank. Oh, by the way, I, and and Spurs and Salsa, John Dyer gives me crap because I convinced myself that I thought Ryan's style, his length, and his speed could give Tank trouble. I really thought he he, he could. It was kind of like an Amir Khan thing. Um, but anyway. You. Yeah, yeah, but 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 anyway, I like Ryan. Actually, I met Ryan. He's he 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 lives out here in the in the, in the San Diego area, right? I met him at the beach one time. Super nice kid, really really nice. This was a couple of years ago, but yeah, something's off about him lately, man. I don't know what his deal is, man. Him Big and Oscar time, got man. something. 
Yeah, he yeah. picked on um, me, man. I, he, I, yeah, I, yeah, I heard I heard when you said that. That yeah, that's pretty shitty, man. Um, I met Ryan too. I was like, hey, you could be on my show? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna be on there. We're scheduled. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then hour number one goes by. Nope. Nope. <laughs> hour number two goes by. Nope. nope. Hour number three goes by. Even the last 15, 20 minutes. We're gonna do this or not? Yeah, I'll be there in a minute. And then he fucking left. Yeah, yeah, man. I, yeah, that, that's. I, I, but I'll tell you, man. That like, yeah, he's just been. He looks a little off in in, in these last press conferences. Um, I, I don't. I think I thought it was a bad matchup. Um, he he was uh, scheduled to fight Roly Romero, but I think Devin is just too good of a master boxer, man. Too too skilled. Um, I think it's gonna be a big fight. I'm excited. It's April twentieth in Brooklyn. Um, I was hoping it was gonna be in Vegas, but it's in Brooklyn. Um. It's gonna be a big fight. It's gonna be a big event, and that's for sure. But Ryan has all these other things going on with Floyd and Oscar, and 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 he, uh, it's it's he's it's more of a show for Ryan, where I think Devin is all business, you know, ready to get in the ring. And what were you saying, Steph? I said along with him and divorcing the for the, the mother of his child. Yeah, true. So yeah, yeah. Ryan's got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, man. And the thing is, too, when you're seeing what happens with him and Haney, you know, Haney and Garcia. Going back and forth, even on first take, even when they have their other press conferences, it seems like Ryan's not his mind isn't as sharp as it was in the prior fight with Tank. Mm-hmm. Like he's getting the best of the kid. Like he's really going into him. Yeah. Really laying into him. And, and Ryan seems to kind of like get a little bit confused and like he doesn't yeah. know what he wants to say. And Haney's throwing yeah. jabs already before they even get in the ring. It's like oh, yeah. bring that yeah. heat, brother. You're getting you're getting schooled out there. You're getting clowned. Yeah. And he's yeah. not he he doesn't know what to say. Like yeah, he, he no, I, yeah. Thought, you know what I mean? Now, Charlie. Yeah, Hernandez, he's stuttering, man. He's stuttering like you know. Charlie Hernandez reaches out to us on our YouTube stream, and this is kind of what I have felt in the amount of time I've spent around watching Ryan uh, fight, uh, saying that he has no passion anymore. It's all about fame, and that was the criticism that he had two years ago. He just he can't shake that. It's all about. Yeah, I think I, fighters, man. You have to be yeah. able to fight the. The, you want to fight the good fighters, the, the the elite fighters in their prime to gain the respect of the, the fighting community. And that's what's happening with Ryan is that he's getting called down. They're like, who have you beat? Who have you beat? Well, I beat this person. I beat this person. Who have you beat? And, and they're really starting to call him out. And I think that's really starting to get to him. What do you think, Rick? Yeah, I, I think um, I think whoever made that comment and, and what Mike said is, is, is kind of accurate. Um, Don't get me wrong, man. Ryan is a very skilled kid like the dude's got skill the dude's got speed um he's a skilled fighter but i i think he's more interested in being a celebrity than a fighter right and and again hey nothing wrong with that if that's what what you want to do that's what you want to do i get it in this generation of youtube and 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 social media like i think he know i think i give him credit for going against tank but i think he realized and so did floyd and everybody that there's le- like the levels of Tank and Shakur and Devin and, and Ryan is, is not at that level. And, and nothing, no shame in that because that is a very elite level of fighters. So now Ryan is like, hey, I'm going to cash out. I'm going to make money. I'm going to sell tickets. I'm going to he's looking at it as a business from a business standpoint, I think. We need a uh, breaking news, uh, some sort of confetti party. Do we have anything like that? Do we have any graphic? Yeah, I got something for you, man. All right. Bring it on. Breaking news. Celebrate good times. Come on. During the show, we just crossed over 700 subscribers on our YouTube page. We are at 704 now. So not only did we pass 700, we're already on our way to 750, baby. 750. Hey, man. First win a game. We get 10 subscribers like that. (laughs) (laughs) Much, much. 
hey, much love to, to everybody that tunes in and, and and this is like a homegrown, you know what I mean? A grassroots thing, man. So it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome seeing everybody rally around this and supporting. Like it really is, you know. And so kudos, kudos to Joe, all the work that you've done, man. Like it, it's amazing right. and tremendous, obviously. But hey, bringing you all in too, man. It's all about keeping it. Yeah, with, yeah, you know. Uh, don't forget, we do have a website now, alamocitypodcastnetwork.com. Again, that's alamocitypodcastnetwork.com. I dare you to go on there. Check it out. It's a beautiful-looking podcast. Again, we have live streaming audio of our show, so it's not only this show, Alamo City Sportscast, but it's also the Fantasy Gods. It's also Two Shots Podcast is also featured on there. Generation Duo. Generation Sweep Duo. The Sweep the League. Sweep the League with uh, Rudy, Rudy Campos, Campos Jr. starting at 2 o'clock today. So we're... Two? to 3 to 3 30 and then we're gonna have some content with Fernandez, content with steph mejia we have a lot mm -hmm. going on with this network it's it's growing it's growing the numbers are growing yeah. and we're also available on all the major podcast platforms spotify i i had somebody told me the other day because i didn't know you were on spotify like he yeah. looked it up again we are on the major podcast platforms and he's like dude i was listening on the way home yeah this we're is great nice. every major nice. podcasting platform we're out there Hey, but I want to get back to some of this boxing talk with you, Fernandez, man. And we got to talk about the big fight that everybody wants to see happen. We're talking about Benavides. We're talking about Canelo. And there's been a lot of jarring back and forth. You know, hey, yeah. who's the one that's holding things up? And I was looking at this from ESPN <laughs> earlier today on the X. And it was like a little graphic they put up there. And it says, uh, this is a, a quote by Benavides. He goes, I'm not going to be waiting on Canelo. After I fight Canelo, my career doesn't end. And then they had another excerpt here on the Benavides and uh, Canelo matchup. And it's uh, just a quote. And it says, it's frustrating, but it gives me a bad name. The reason why this fight is not happening is because Canelo doesn't want it to happen. Plain and simple. And this is a quote by Benavides' camp. You know? Yeah, man. I, yeah, and I and I was gonna, you know, uh, tell you that that we can't we can't not talk about Canelo, right? Um, you know, Canelo is is the face of boxing right now, right? He it, it went from from Floyd, then Pacquiao, De La Hoya, those days, and I think Canelo right now is the face of boxing, right? Um, you, David Benavidez is is a is a, a an amazing fighter, 28 0 24 knockouts. He's just beat, you know, Plant Andrade. He's the he's the contender, man. He's the guy that's gonna give Canelo all he can handle um he's he's canelo should fight david benavides I, i'm telling you that right now that his should be prime, the fight right, right? Kid, out, kid out of phoenix yeah kid out of phoenix in his prime um here's the thing and people could disagree with me on this um and this is this is no different sugar ray leonard back in the 80s got accused of ducking um aaron Pryor. right aaron Pryor came out and said hey i used to know you before you were mr leonard and now you don't want to fight me right if you, you, you <laughs> took those old 80s i love those old 80s fights so this is nothing new when you become an elite level fighter like a Canelo, like a like a De La Hoya, like a Pacquiao, like a Mayweather, I'm talking about that level. You do you 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 do run your own business. You get you want to get to the point where like you, and I'm not saying you duck people, but you you pick and choose what makes sense, what's who a business yeah. sense for you, yeah, who you want to fight and all that. I, I I don't buy that any fighter any any boxer is afraid to fight another boxer like them personally. Like of course, like I don't think Canelo's like afraid to fight Benavides, but from a business standpoint, which it does suck that that life isn't so easy where hey just fight each other. What makes business sense, right? So I think Canelo and his people are looking at somebody like Jaime Munguia, who is a solid fighter. He's 43 and 0, 34 knockouts. His his resume isn't where it needs to be. I think his best win is against John Ryder, who Canelo went the distance with and Ryder and and Munguia 
just knocked out Ryder in nine rounds, right? Tough fighter, good young hard kid, um, but he's real easy to hit. I think I think Canelo can make a lot of money fighting Munguia, selling that out, um, um, and whatnot. Um, you know, Charlo, the other Charlo, right? Uh, Canelo be one of the Charlo twins. The other yeah. Charlo that's undefeated was talked about. Um, I think this is just my personal opinion. I have no insight or anything, but I think May is 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 Munguia versus Canelo, which will be a big fight. All Mexican showdown. It'll be a war. It'll be fun. It'll be awesome. Um, and September has to be Benavides. If 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 Canelo doesn't fight Benavides this year, and or doesn't fight him at all, I, I think there will be some lingering questions on his on his on his career. Which it, it sucks it's that way because he's fought every he's fought the Kodos, the Mosleys, all. But it's yeah. what have you done for me lately? We we live in a what have you done for me lately world, right? So I don't. I mean, to me, Canelo's career is is set. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a legend. Sixty yeah. wins. Two. I mean, he's he's a great fighter, but. Not not going out on against a guy like like Benavidez will kind of have people questioning, you know. So it was kind of like um, back in the day when you had Mayweather versus Pacquiao, you know, and that didn't yeah. happen when, when they were. It at happened their- five years too late, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mayweather talked yeah. a lot of people, but I like what you said about the fact, that I, and I agree for the most part that uh, fighters are not afraid to fight other fighters. Uh, the problem is, is that losing is bad for the brand. And yeah. you yeah. rack up loss yeah. number two, three, four, and five, and all of a sudden, yeah, not getting those pay per views anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. Matt wants Ca- Ca- Canelo. Yeah, Canelo has nothing to gain, right? He beats Benavides. It's gonna be like, oh, okay, cool. Benavides was a young guy. No harm, no foul. If he loses to him, it's like, oh wow, he, he's done. Again, yeah. you fighters shouldn't go in there thinking like businessmen, but I, the, the reality of it is what it is. And like, like, like Jimenez just said, it's a brand thing, right? When you become that at that level, it's a brand thing. But um, I hope the fight gets done. Um, I really do, because Benavides is, 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 is a very, very capable fighter. Um, and if anybody can beat Canelo right now, I would say it's Benavides. Benavides. Hey, so Matt wants us to go ahead and plug the space that we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing a joint spaces today after this show ends. Go ahead and look at Matt Lerma on Twitter, or you can go ahead and look at Two Shots Podcast on the X, basically. And we're going to put a link out there where you can enjoy the, the Twitter spaces that we're going to be having so after Matt, we- Matt, Matt Lerma, Matt Lerma, man, puts together some good Twitter spaces, man, and he he, yeah. get, he gets a lot of people in there, and there's a lot of uh, um discourse in there and chaos, but it's it's a good thing. It's a, it's a good thing, though. They're lengthy. Thing. They're like three hours. Three hours. Long. That's I know. I, I I know, man. I know. Yeah, yeah. Some but of no, those cases are, are longer than the movie Titanic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> says, don't forget, it's Flashback Friday. I sweep when, the league. I'll sweep the yeah. league today. So they're going to be going on from two to about 3 30 uh monday through friday so after you hear the twitter spaces after this show is over you go to the twitter spaces and after that is over you transfer over to sweep the league so you hey, have a full day alamo all city sportscast all day baby now, <laughs> now let's, let's get some entertainment in here because i need steph's help on this we next need segment. the bump the we entertainment need, we need bump? The bump, bump the bump music yes okay here we go <laughs> You know, back in the day, I would have bought that as a ringtone. I you know. know right? I, I would have spent the dollar <laughs> on iTunes. Okay, so let's let's talk about uh, entertainment, and it's not so much entertainment news today. We're not doing TMZ, Variety, People, or anything like that. We're talking about what entertains us. Okay. It is March first. It is my birthday month. So my, oh my birthdays God, so of, in a couple of weeks. Birthdays so. today is my my oldest brother's birthday. Happy birthday, yeah. the oldest brother. Sweet love. So here's the thing. March Madness is all about brackets, right? The bracketology. March 10th, we're going to have all the tournaments begin for 
uh, you know, the the Big 12 championship and the Southland Conference and AAC and all that stuff, right? Then March Madness begins the week after that. So we're going to have a March Madness right now to try to figure out who is the hottest person, the hottest celebrity out there, okay? Ladies only, okay? And <laughs> so, so we're, doing some, we're doing some brackets, but the most I think about it, the, the more I think about it is, is that we're going to have 64 names, 64 names. And I am having these brackets being done in eight different categories. And today, Rick and Steph are going to come to a consensus as to which category we're going to put on Twitter first. <laughs> okay. And we have the names of the people who are going to be in that bracket. Okay. Now, the way that I want to do this bracket is by pods, kind of like the World Cup, where we have okay. four go at it, top two vote getters advance. And then we, when we get down to the Sweet 16, it's going to be one on one. Okay. So here are the categories that I have. <laughs> You guys get to pick which category we do first. The first category is quirky girls. Okay. <laughs> quirky cute. Ship hot. Ador <laughs> no, I wouldn't say ship hot. I, I, I say adorkable. Okay. These are the dorky, nerdy girl hot. Okay. Like Zoe Deschanel type. Is that what we're talking about? Or what? Yeah, she is that she's, oh, okay. she's, on the, she's in the list, right? Okay. Like a Zoe okay. Deschanel, like an Aubrey Plaza, an Anna yeah, Kendrick. Yeah. Uh, that type of, of hot, right? I mean, that, that is a hotness right there. Then you have Hollywood crushes. Those are the Scarlet. Those are the Margot Robbies of the world. You know, the, the Scarlett Johansons of the world. Okay, so those are the Hollywood hotties. Old school crushes. So old school crushes would be like a Jennifer Love Hewitt, a Jessica Alba. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Daniel Fischel. Yeah, okay, okay. okay now, now. The rules are it is based on today. Okay, I don't want to hear about how hot Daniel Fischel was in 1998 when Boy Meets World came out. I want to, and we're talking about 43 year old Daniel Fischel. We're talking about 2024. Okay. Other names in that category are Lacey Chabert, Hillary Duff, Danica McKellar, Megan Fox. We're going to have a 50 and older division. <laughs> J Lo, Salma Hayek, uh, Jennifer just... Aniston, Sofia Vergara, for example. Then mm -hmm. we have the pop star. So that would be like the Dua Lipas of the world Rihanna, Shakira, Casey Musgraves, BB Rexa, that of the world, right? Okay, so we have the wrestling hotties, right? So all the wrestling hotties. We've got the TV streaming stars, which I'm going to hold off on that one right there because I haven't, that's the one that I don't have to. <laughs> And then we're going to have the social media influencers like the Yannick Garcias, like the Paige Sporonics of the world, Kendall Jenner, Livy Dunn. That being said, Kendall Jenner's dated like an all star team in the NBA, Steph. So I want I, you I to. I obviously know, but like. The, I want you two to debate this. Which category should we go with first? Steph, what do you think? Rick, what do you think? I think we should actually go with, I mean, not necessarily like the older women. But just to be like, hey, we're going to shine a light on them first because they tend to get outshined by the younger ones because they are all out in the public. Because they got to go to bed early. They got to go to bed early. <laughs> they ready day drink. <laughs> but for you to put Megan <laughs> to one of those categories, that's like, <clears throat> isn't it? Like, she is smoking. And Ma she's not even old. Megan Fox is an old school crush. Yeah, I, we, we, we've, been, we've been about her for 20 years. Do you, do you do I miscategorize her or is she a TV hottie or is she a Hollywood hottie? 
she's a Hollywood hottie. She's always going to be a Hollywood hottie. But what I'm saying is what category? Because I have her as old school crushes. When I think of Megan Fox, I think of like yeah. Megan Fox, not with Machine Gun Kelly. I think of Megan mm -hmm. Fox like Transformers movie 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, well, so to, I, I, actually, I, I actually agree. I think the old school category is, is especially like most people, some of our, I know there's some younger folks out there, but a lot of us are kind of grew up in the same area. So I think a lot of people would uh, appreciate the Tiffany Amber Thiessen's Daniel Fischel type situation. I, I don't know if, if Megan Fox is in that group though. In the but, Daniel Fischel those, those and all that, but, but at least no, yeah, I understand that. No, no, but you have fifty and over, and you have forty. But but it, it's you know when I think of this this old school category and like the high school, the crushes were like when we were watching Saved by the Bell and watching Boy Meets World and Megan Fox. I think did come later for the the Transformer thing, but I don't know. I, I do think it might be a little mis um, categorized, but I think the I think the old school category is a good one. I want to go with the older women because when you put some respect on their names, they are still bombshells. And I want to see them hold up to like these youngins because guess what? Like we love our bodies. We get mistaken for younger people. And I'll flip my hair to that. Like, let's go, older women, because Selma Hayek, man, she's on my list all day and every day. Well, yeah, there you go. She still had it her yeah. Well, well, well yes. there's a name I'm gonna throw out there because of the 50 and older. Okay, we have Jennifer Lopez. Who's in her fifties? These are all fifties and older. Salma Hayek, who's in her mid fifties. Jennifer Aniston, Sofia Vergara, Elizabeth Hurley, Halle Berry, Diane Lane, Regina Hall. See, I think Regina Hall is like a dark horse when it comes to it all because that well, that is one hell beautiful. of a start of to this just only female type of March Madness that you're doing because. Saying all those names, it's like, wow, 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 wow. They get every single one of these young youngins that are up and running and just hot and out there shaking. They put respect on their names. We're going to put respect on these beautiful older women because that is what they deserve. Now, Sith Elias is reaching out to us in our oh, YouTube man. stream. Just wait until I try to put a men's bracket out there. It's going to be all across. It's going to be all the. It's going to be boxers. She's going to have Zach Collins on there. You know what I mean? She's going to have. What, what, what do you? What do you call Ronaldo, Joe? Ronaldo, Ronaldo wins. She's going to have DC. You're gonna have Zach Collins in there. Okay, so now <laughs> we, might have, we might have to move this around because people are asking the question, "Where's Demi Moore?" Uh, Demi Moore might have made the list five years ago, not so much now. Chris Gonzalez asking about what about Gabrielle Union? I'm gonna throw another name out there. So maybe we gotta eliminate one of these names out here because I'm gonna nominate another name and I'm gonna erase Diane Lane. Oh, okay, <laughs> bro. And the Outsiders, man. You know, uh, Diane, no, Lane, Diane Lane seen better days, bro. Be honest. I'm gonna man. throw another name yeah, out there. Sure, sure. I mean, because it's it's as of today, she was in the Spider-Man movies recently. Marissa Tomei, my cousin Vinny, man. Come oh on, you know, come on, man. I mean, she. I mean, Marissa Tomei is part vampire because she looks exactly like she did 30 years ago, and she Damn. pushing 60. So let's do the let's do that one, and then we'll do the old school hotties on Monday. Again, we're gonna do this in two different pods, right? To advance. So my question for you guys, as you guys figure this out, if we're gonna do the hotties, <clears throat> I want to know who the top four seeds are. So four of the eight: Jennifer Lopez, Salma Hayek, 
Jennifer Aniston, Sophia Vergara. So I'm going to start again. J-Lo, Salma Hayek, Jennifer Aniston, Sophia Vergara, Elizabeth Hurley, Halle Berry, Regina Hall, Marissa Tomei. Who are the top four seeds so that I can separate them so that two are in one pod and two are in the other, and we'll see if a, if a, if a, if there's going to be a Cinderella story that comes out. Well, oh man, I mean, I, I mean, Sophia, J Lo, Selma, jump out at me. Yes, exactly. Sophia, J Lo, Selma, jump out at me. The fourth number one seed, maybe I could say Halle Berry. I, I mean, I, I'll be honest, that that fourth number one seed is kind of tough for me. Those Sophia, J Lo, and Selma for me, that 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 those are locked. Um, maybe, babe. What do you think? I don't. I don't okay, know. So, so no, those were my 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 top three too. J Lo, Salma, and Sophia. We need another that top fourth seed. seed, though. That's what I'm saying. That fourth seed is is Jennifer tough. Aniston, Elizabeth Hurley, Halle Berry, Regina Hall, Marissa Tomei. <sighs> Regina Hall. I'm sorry. She's. I love her. She's go. gorgeous. She is. I mean, she's deceptively hot. Like, like you look at her, you might think of yourself, Regina Hall, question mark, question mark, question mark. And then you just go look her up. Just re just Google Regina Hall. Let's go Google she her. looks better at 50 than she did at 40. Okay. And by the Jesus way, Christ, guys. by the way, she's also <laughs> the person who did the best line in the scary movie franchise. When, she, when she's talking in the movie theater. And she goes, oh, what's up, girl? I'm here watching Shakespeare in Love. <laughs> that is her. She was uh, yeah. 25 years later, smoking hot. Yeah. It happens. I think that's our top four. Okay. We're gonna I can buy it. that. I can buy that. We're going to go with it. We're going to go <clears> with it. <throat> <laughs> that's so funny. James Molina reaches out to us and says, Salma is the one seed. Sith Elias says, Salma is the one seed. James mm -hmm. Molina coming out of nowhere. I like it. Monica Bellucci. I mean, that, that's that's a, a a good one as well. Type of fruit too. Uh, if, if I was to, <laughs> yeah, if I was to throw one out there, Christina Hendricks is one who does it for me. Do Mad Men, she did it for me. She was also in in The Good Moms. I don't know if you can handle her, man. You afraid of BB Rexa, bro? No, man. There's thick with two C's and thick with a with a CK. BBCK. Christina Hendricks just why, CC. Why are you always hating, man? You she want was, them to build for speed or what? Big girls need love too, Mike. Do big girls give it the better love, man. That's just is what it is. Keep you warm, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Mike can handle the big girl. Huh? No, no, no. Okay. The love. Yeah. Love. Give me some love, Mike. <laughs> this is Mike needs fun. Mike 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 needs a special woman, man. Mike Mike needs Mike 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 needs Mike has a lot of needs, man. You know. He needs uh, somebody yeah. to calm him down, That's dude. Okay. I, I, okay. I need yeah. so, I need someone to realize that from ten fifteen to about eleven thirty, eleven forty-five, I'm demon Mike. But I'm nerdy Mike <laughs> every other time at work. And then I become Nessio Mike later on. I'm like, diff I, uh, it's different Mike things. Edmund is asking the question Is there a play in match tourney? Uh, the answer is going to be yes. The answer is going to be yes. Because yeah, I yeah. think what we're going to do, I did see it. We're not going to say it, Joe. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Elias, my, my, Elias, your son with the burn of the day. Mike is the big oh. girl. Mike is the big girl. 
Oh, that oh, win. Bro. That win. I like I, it. I, I like it. Know, but I see them as they come in. I like it. I, was, I like, like it. I felt, I felt the burn from my own oh. son. That is brutal, man. That is Nothing brutal. Nothing beats the Castro burn, though. That one was That's like, a good man, one. Oh, bro. what was that yeah. one again? Oh, they said. Castro and Sons, Mike said, I'm 46, and it's like, oh my god, he goes, 46 <laughs> is both his age and his waist size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is out of nowhere, dude. That, that is brutal. Uh, he's like, he's six inches off, but then again, so oh, but yeah. still, it is what it is. Yeah, I yeah. wear 40s, or right? I'm trying to get back into the 30s. <laughs> trying to get back into the 30s. Isn't that what most men say that they're six inches off? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Burn. That's actually what most women say, but uh, <laughs> but uh, again, we'll be doing our March Madness. We got to give it a, a better name than March Madness. Uh, yeah, our March hotness. No, Demon Mike Madness. March Madness. Uh, <laughs> we got a workshop. We got a workshop. going on in there. Yeah, we yeah. got to figure it out. We'll figure it out. We got what about another couple of days? Yeah, we'll we'll start the selections today though. We'll we'll we'll, yeah. we'll put it out today, but we'll make it happen. There you go. Uh, but uh, let's see. We've got one last comment before we go. Who says this one? My, my man's Fernandez. I can't see the rest of the. Mario Cavazzo is coming out and saying, my man's Fernandez, you need to lock and commit with your lady, La Chicana Fuerte, and have a lot of <laughs> you all. Oh, man. You're putting me on the spot. You know, they, they, they're putting me on the spot. It's it's no secret, man. It's no secret. Uh, you're right. You're right. I do. You know, and, and, uh, when when that when that time comes, you know it it'll will we'll, it'll be an event. We'll, Ooh, when we'll, he didn't say we'll, if. it'll be an event. You didn't it'll say be if. An event. I said when. I said when. I said, exactly. I said when that happens. I didn't say if. I said when it happens, it'll it'll be an event. You already here. You heard it here first, right? I hope uh, I get an invite. Very cool. Well, this has been a fun show. That is Rick Hernandez, Fernandez rather, uh, United States Marine Corps. Thank you so much for your service. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, it's my it's my pleasure, man. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, it's hey, always we, fun. It was it was on, a man. friendly it was a friendly banter about the Spurs because we yeah. just unite for twenty four. Don't me wrong, I'm gonna be an asshole starting Monday. Okay. Yeah. But just oh, for today, oh. let's just celebrate a win and hope that the Spurs get second win in a row. Well, actually, not in a row. Get back to back wins this weekend. That would be nice. Let's just all go for that ride right now. For myself, my name is Mike Jimenez. Joe Garcia was producing today's show. Chicano Fuerte. Help me produce today's show. Co-producing today's show. Mm -hmm. Like to add anything before we leave? No, man. Everybody have a great weekend. Go and join the spaces that we're having immediately afterwards. I think that's going to start around 12, so I get a little bit of a breather, and then we'll be out there on the X with the Spurs Twitter spaces. So join for that. Again, Rick, man, appreciate you, brother. Looking forward to having you on just about every other Friday or every Friday, man. You know, yeah, let's do it, man. Let's talk boxing. Let's talk whatever you need, man. I appreciate you guys um, um, having me. Yeah, make sure you go and follow him as well on on the X. You can't miss it, man. At Spernandez. At Real Spernandez. At Real Spernandez. Yeah, yeah. And you can Absolutely. also follow All right. Chicana Fuerte. Hey, don't forget to hit Absolutely. the like button on the way out. And again, we are now at over 700 subscribers on Woo YouTube. More than 100 have joined since we restarted in January. Fantastic. Sweep the League gets going at 2 o'clock. We'll be talking a lot about the Spurs as well. They're going to have a flashback Friday, too. It's been fun. Everyone have a safe weekend. And if you drink too much, that's what Uber's for. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. Love hey, you, baby. Monday. Peace.